This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You are listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast, where food and sports clash at the goal line. Here are your hosts, Spencer and Michael. All right, welcome into another edition of the post-game instant reaction podcast of the 23 Personnel Podcast. Texas Tech defeats Florida International tonight, 54 to 21. I'm your host, Spencer, joined by Michael. Hello, everybody. It was a another kind of rough start, a little bit of doom and gloom going on. Personally, I'm not going to speak for everybody, but it was kind of it was kind of rough to see exactly what you wanted to see unfold at first, where Shuck was getting the ball to other people. But you know, after two punts pretty early on, you know, one four play drive, one three play drive, you're thinking, okay, now it's time to get it to Ezukama. What the heck's going on, people? And then, um, yeah, they rattled off four touchdown drives in a row after that. So I calmed down pretty quickly after that. How about you, man? Yeah, I was like, hey, I, I love that they're trying to get the ball to other people. And and we got a, a first down on that first drive. We're like, okay, here we go. Um, and then you punted, and then the second drive was a three and out. Uh, but, yeah, so I, I was right there with you. I was like, man, this is what I want. But it's not what I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was good that they stuck with it though, because it obviously worked out. Um, I, I I'm not sure where you want to start. There's there's a lot of good to talk about this week. So um, I mean, the main thing might be offense. Just we finally get to see this offense open up a little bit. They put away a game pretty early and got the ball to 11 receivers with uh, Geiger being the most targeted receiver. He had nine targets. Of course, Ezekama still had seven, so he crept in there towards the end getting a few more targets. But Kiger had six receptions, 120 – or Geiger, sorry. Six receptions, 121 yards. That 52 long bomb, which was just a thing of beauty. A lot of great catches tonight from our receivers, especially uh, Trey Cleveland. He had a couple that I don't know how he caught, especially that touchdown in the end zone. Um, you know – Tight end involvement. Finally, hello, welcome. We're glad you're here. Uh, <laughs> they had nine catches know, tonight. Nine. They the tight ends. Yeah, nine tight end, nine receptions for Koontz and Tharp. Uh, Koontz had six. Tharp had three, and Tharp had a, t- a touchdown. Koontz had two. And just to put that in perspective, I mentioned this a few weeks ago. In 2020, Texas Tech tight ends total, which was mostly Coons, had 20 receptions for one touchdown. Tonight, they had nine receptions for three touchdowns. It was a thing of beauty to see these guys uh, getting open, uh, Shuck hitting them. Shuck was on fire. Man, I feel like I'm just talking nonstop, Spencer. Uh, you jump in. What, what did you see? <laughs> Sorry, man. It's, well, no, it's nice to have, like, despite the start was the start was just so slow. 
it's just nice to kind of overflow with some positives. So yeah, let's obviously start with the offense. We talked about the first two drives, um, and then Texas Tech went on and scored on the next five drives, four touchdowns and a field goal. Then he had one more three and out, and then he had a touchdown, field goal, touchdown, end of the game. Um, <clears throat> so technically, you you didn't score on four of your drives. One of those being the end of the game, um, but you went, you know, eleven drives. You scored on eight of them. Yeah, and and some of them were extended long drives. Like there, there were things where like you weren't relying on big explosive plays, which are nice to have, obviously, but you can't have Ezukano break off a seventy-five yard touchdown every game and just hope that's how your offense is going to work. Your first touchdown drive, seven plays, 80 yards. Your second, more of the explosive type, three plays, 75 yards. Then six plays, 68 yards. 12 plays, 61 yards. 11 plays, 72 yards. Six plays, 75. 10 plays, 65. Seven for 55. Like, you're able to do it with more than just three or four plays. You did it without relying on on big explosive plays. And... You, you spread the ball around through the air to guys not named Ezukama on on the, the pregame show. I, I was like, I, I want Ezukama to, to get his for sure, but then I want two or three guys to have, you know, or be within a few receptions of him. Uh, and actually, Ezukama was the fourth leading receiver in number of, uh, of catches tonight. Um, Rob said... Geiger was going to go off. I think we've all been kind of waiting for him after all, all we've we've heard about and seen from his time at Troy. Um, man, is he shifty and exciting with the ball in his hands? Um, of course, the tight ends. Yeah, we've even all been without like, it, because yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was say like the the tight ends that we, we've been we've been clamoring for. Um, they had three of Shuck's four passing touchdowns. Um, when, when we got down close to the, the, the goal line, something you pointed out in Cumbie's offense at TCU is when he got closer to scoring, he reverted to throwing more to the tight ends. We saw that tonight. Um, but yeah, so Geiger kind of had his, his introductory game tonight. Uh, it was beautiful. I loved it. The tight ends are saying, hey, we're still here. Ezra Kanma, he had seven targets and three receptions uh, those weren't four drops. Uh, some of those were, were passes in his direction that were just uncatchable or, or out of bounds. Um, but he had three catches for 28 yards. I'm okay with him not leading the receipt, like the receivers every game, especially when you get, you know, production from 10 other guys. Yeah. And I, I just can't, I don't want to discount the fact that I was kind of second you know, having second thoughts about, oh, man, maybe, maybe the only pl- the only thing we can really do is get it to Ezukama after those first couple drives. It was, I'm, I'm ashamed to say it, but they stuck the course, which was the thing to do. Uh, the other thing I, w- I wanted to mention about Geiger, uh, like you said, he's shifty, and I was just mentioning he's. I think there was one play where things kind of busted up a little bit, but Shuck had all day, and Geiger ended up on the right side of the field wide open and Shuck hit him. So I think he's always moving. He's always trying to get open. Um, I doubt that that was, I'd be kind of surprised if he was drawn up to 
run a drag across the middle from the left side of the field, but maybe he was. Uh, so that was just really impressive. And then not to get stuck on the tight end thing, but it's, it's just something we wanted to see for so long, especially when all you've seen is 11 personnel and all you heard for <laughs> two years was how much the tight end was going to be used. It's, it's just, I mean, you just feel like you can breathe a sigh of relief and, and feel like, Oh, all this is coming to fruition. You've got Koontz who's a, who's a big guy. And I mean, just has paws that can catch about anything. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite clear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Um, Tharp needs to, needs to put on a little bit more weight, but, I mean, he's 6'9". Just a great target to have on your team. And that that drive that, I mean, it's just basically the tie-down, tie-end drive, I think. Koontz caught a ball on the left side of the running a post, I think, and on the left side of the field. And then I'm pretty sure Tharp ran the exact same route and he caught a ball. Um, and then I think Koontz was hit again. And I think Hart or Tharp got the touchdown. So there was one drive that was basically just that was it. It was just the tight end drive, I think, in the in the third quarter. Just really, yeah, and it was great. I mean, you just you just love to see it. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to stop gushing about that because I don't think everything's perfect. <laughs> you know, we're we're not gonna say everything's perfect. And oh man, Tech's gonna go to Austin and win by three touchdowns or something. You know, Austin. I mean, Austin, Texas is currently up um, just by a slight margin against Rice, fifty-eight to nothing. There's six minutes left in that drubbing, so they've. You know they've they've shown they can put up points on the board. I'm not here to talk about that anyway. But yes, uh, I'm sure there's some things we saw that we may get to. But uh, the offense, after a bumpy start, they just took off for the rest of the game. Yeah. So at one point in the game, what did he uh, have? Shuck was like 19. Of, yeah. So he finished the game with 399 yards. 26 for 35. Uh, I think there in the second half or second quarter, he was like 19 of his first 21 passes, which was incredible. Uh, four touchdowns, mm-hmm. no interceptions. Um, and you, as a team, ran for 177 yards, which is great. You didn't have the big standout performance um, from Brooks, but it seemed like every time he got the, you know, he touched the ball, like he was, he was getting, he was turning out yards. I mean, he averaged five yards per carry. And that's something that I, I talked about wanting to see. Like, you you run Brooks until he's not, you know, running for nine yards per per you know, rush. 
he ran five yards per rush. I was like, still like, dang, that's, that's super effective. Xavier Wright had more than five yards per carry. Uh, Chadarius Townsend had more than five yards per carry. Uh, and then you saw Sir Roger Thompson come in. He carried it four times. Um, Columbia came in, had 22 rushing yards and a touchdown. Uh, Sir Roger Thompson had, you know, his first touchdown on his first carry of the year. Um, so you're, you're rushing like it was, you know, in, in terms of number of plays, 37 passes, 37 runs, um, 177 yards, just under five yards per carry tonight. Um, yes, it was against Florida International, um, but that's the kind of rushing performance that you want to see, especially in a blowout. Like you were able to move the ball um, outside of like three drives, basically when and how you wanted to. Yeah, and you want to see Chadarius Townsend get five carries and Cameron Valdez get five carries in a game like this. You want to see Columbia get some reps. Uh, I mean, it was kind of interesting that they threw Donovan Smith in there on that last drive, but I guess it was because they probably counted on some garbage time. Yeah, I I love to see it too. But they probably counted on some garbage time last week that they didn't get, so they had to – because I figured they would – just the timing of how this went that they would put Columbia in for the last drive today. I mean, I'm not, I'm not arguing with it, but it was good to see Townsend in there. Um, you know, I think he, no, I thought he caught a pass, but he sure did. He, he did not, but he, he was, I just wish they could find a better way to use him and maybe Cumbie is, and maybe he's working on that. Cause gosh, he's fast. He's one of those guys. I forgot how fast he was till he got in there. Yeah, for sure. Um, and as much as, as we're gushing, not everything was was great tonight. Uh, the defense, not not that the defense was bad. Um, for three weeks in a row now, you've given up 21, 22, and 21 points. Been super consistent there. I love that you're not giving up more than 30 points per game. Um, on the night, including sacks and everything, you only allowed 55 rushing yards. Uh, sack adjusted rush yards for, for Florida Nationals just 71. Um, you were able to to contain Devontae Price 15 carries for 51 yards, an average of 3.4 yards per rush. Yeah. This is the guy that we we talked about going in and, and you've seen on tape like big dude runs downhill, runs behind his pads, run people over. Um, your defensive line now we've seen it in three different teams and you know a bunch of different rushing attacks. You held them as a team to 1.9 yards per, per rush, or 2.6 if you take out the sacks. Um, your rush defense and the non-conference schedule has been one of the best turnarounds that we've seen on defense at Texas Tech in a long time. Yeah, uh, there was one play on the goal line. I, I think, you know, Devontae Price was running pretty full speed, and it was that play that Brandon Jackson, not Brandon Jacob, uh, Brandon Jacobs kept talking about. Well, you got to run with your pads down. Well, I mean, I think even if you ran with your pads down into Jalen Hutchings, like Devontae Price did, I don't think it was going to help much. But yeah, he was. I mean, he's yeah, a no, guy that, he did that, that, that twice. On Sunday was... or someday. Yeah. Just beamed him. I think they ran the same play twice on the goal line and just he got stopped instantly. And that's not an easy thing to do. So that the line stepped up today. I mean, they had two sacks. Um, you know, you'd, you'd hope to see a little more, but honestly, 
Ford International just, I don't know yet. They, they didn't have the ball as much as Stephen F. Austin did. So it doesn't feel like you needed to sack him more than, than twice. But, you know, two sacks, uh, three tackles for a loss, forced them with to seven three and outs on the day. Um, and let me look at that because I'm, I may have actually missed the last one. No, it's seven. And I mean, just yeah, seven. Yeah. I mean, that what more, that's one of the biggest things is just getting your guys off the field. And then, uh, in turn, your offense was able to, like you went through earlier, have those 10 plus play drives, uh, to, to kill some clock and, you know, get your guys some little bit of breathing room and come back out. But, um, you know, they also had a touchdown. That doesn't hurt. You know, third play of the game, Boyer Randall's back in the backfield, batting down passes. I thought, man, this is going to just be easy. And then, uh, you know, they had a couple big plays on the, on the second drive that, made me rethink a little bit, but yeah, the defense just, they held their own. Um, yeah. You know, they gave up some big plays that were ultimately the, the only way that Florida international was able to get on the board was just those couple of big plays, but luckily there weren't very many. No. And, and we talked about going into the game. Uh, we talked about it on the, the pregame show, your defense, uh, so far this season had done a really good job of, of re- reducing and limiting the big plays. You, you saw a couple of those come in tonight. Um, but like, if you look at, at their passing, uh, their, their leading receiver in terms of yards, he had 71, ca- 71 yards on two catches. Uh, so he, mm-hmm. you know, and his long was 37, average of 35. So he had two basically, you know, a 40 yarder and in a 30 yarder. Uh, one guy had a 69 yard catch. One guy had a 30 yard catch. Uh, so you did have several big plays that you gave up. Um, you know, Bortenschlager was 13 of 29, sorry, 12 of 27 on the night for 190 yards. Um, the, the one thing that I, I, I saw looking through the stats um, was that. You know, as much as we talked about your third down defense being really good so far this year, and it, and it was again tonight, if you look at the conversions and, t- and attempts, they were five. Florida International was five for 15 on third down with an average third down distance to go of almost eight yards. So you were doing a really good job on wow. first and second down. Yeah. Um, but on their third down passing, they, they were seven of 13. So they were almost 50% completion on, on, on third down, but 148 yards on seven catches. Um, they had 196 passing yards on the night, 148 of it came on seven catches on third down. So, um, yes, you were able to get them, uh, you know, under or at 33% conversion rate. Um, but you gave up your big chunk plays on third down. You need to figure out a way to, to, to limit that as much as you can. Um, but when you're at, at third down and eight to go, like your, your only chance to convert there is going to be a big pass play. You're not going to be able to, to, to sneak it. Um, you saw tonight your first time holding a team. Well, the Florida International did not attempt a fourth down conversion yeah. tonight. 
Um, and like, like I said, you, you held them to five of 15. Texas Tech was five of 12 on third down on offense. Uh, but they also had average third down distance to go of just over seven yards. But on third and longs, where you had nine or more yards to go, you converted two of three of those. Third and shorts, uh, between one and four yards, you converted two of three. And you had average yards gained on third down of eight and a half yards. Whereas, you know, on defense, you were giving up more than 10 yards on, on third down. So you still need to figure out a way to, to, to clean that up a little bit because uh, it goes just a little bit deeper than just conversions and attempts on third down. Um, you were able, for the most part of the night, to keep them from stringing together long, long drives. Um, like you said, there were seven three and outs. Uh, it started the game with a three and out, then you had the long touchdown drive, then a three and out, then the interception, then the long drive that had a field goal attempt, a three-play drive, three and out, three and out, half, three and out, nine-play touchdown drive, three and out, three and out, end of the game. Well, so. even that uh, that field goal attempt where it was a where it was a miss, right? I think it was right at the end of the first quarter, right at the start of the second. The those drive that drive was extended by two penalties on back-to-back third downs. Um, and you know, penalty just briefly, not great. I mean, it was nine penalties for seventy-five yards. I know there was, I think, one play. Uh, I think where it was a, a great run back on a punt return where Tech actually got called for two penalties, but one was declined. Um, but yeah, on that on that drive, there was a flag on third and ten for holding, which really hurts. And so they got the first down. And then uh, there was a pass interference flag on third and four. But, you know, they missed the field goal, so best best outcome there. But, yeah, kind of like you're saying, third down is very important. You don't want them to be able to, com- you know, them as in your opponent, to be able to com- complete 7 of 13 passing or something on third down. Or, uh, you know, you definitely don't want to get penalties on third downs. And I think that's the kind of stuff that we will see bite us a lot more in conference play, um, you know, that, that'll be taken advantage of more kind of like tech was able to take advantage of those four turnovers, turnovers they got in game one. And then, you know, kept F- SFA in the game last week, almost single-handedly by just giving them the ball and still won. Yeah. So, so you were even on, yeah, you were even on turnovers tonight. Luckily they were back to back, which was really nice. You had the, uh, the muffed punt, um, which we, we have lamented about before, just just fair catch every kick. Just don't even mess with it. Um, and I'm not sure what Adrian Fry did. He basically waved off the, the coverage team and then ran after the ball and kicked it. Um, yeah. And it was recovered, but bailed out on the very next play. It was a pick six by, by Muddy Waters, which is just a great read on his part. He was, uh, he was in man coverage, was reading – you know, he was trailing the receiver, was able to look back, uh, read the quarterback, and then step in front of the pass and just took off. Um, so, and you know, know, they didn't say why, but uh, Mannix was the only guy listed out before the game started, according to the the pregame broadcast on on the radio. Um, and so that was why Fry was re- returning punts and 
and stuff. So, and why Rigdon was in there a little bit more, which he had a great, great catch. I'm, I'm surprised that he got caught because he's just so fast. But um, I just wonder if that's, I don't, they didn't say why Mannix was out. I hope he's not injured or injured or anything, but if that holds true and he's able to come back, maybe then it would be nice for Texas tech to go into Austin with a full, complete, total healthy roster. And it's looking that way unless something yeah, happened I mean, tonight that I missed. Yeah, I, I, I can't remember, can't recall anybody going down with an injury, which was great. It was good to see Sir Roger come back in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say, looking ahead to, to Texas, the game tonight uh, was probably the best thing that, that, that could have happened for you. You were able to kind of shake off the rust and, and kind of exercise some of those demons you were talking about. Um, you're able to efficiently spread the ball around, have the offense move that didn't require Ezukanma. Uh, you figured out how to move the ball through the air. Uh, you were good on the ground and didn't have to rely, you know, holding on, on one guy. Um, you got Sergeant Thompson back in. He looked good. Brooks continues to be impressive. Xavier White still looks really good when he gets a chance. Um, I guess the only downside is that bouncing back from the Arkansas game, Texas is also looking really good. <laughs> so yes, you've got and, that game. They looked week. good at home in game one. Yeah. So you've got that game next week. Um, all you can do is, is, you know, prepare and, and continue to get better yourself. I think we saw it tonight uh, when in, in a lot of ways, what, what a lot of fans were calling for, uh, which we've talked about, so before we wrap this up, Tom or Daniel, if you guys want to jump on, give us your thoughts, just request to speak. We'll, we'll bring you up on stage. But um, before we wrap up, I mean, you won this game in the second quarter. You scored 28 points. Uh, it was 35-14 at half. Um, you put the game away. You, you did what you were supposed to do in a convincing matter. Like, yeah, there were – like early on some concerns and just two drives and you're like, well, we're trying to spread the ball around, but it's not actually working. Let's go back just to relying on Ezra Conma. But once you got past right. that, you, you got on that roll um, where you scored on five consecutive drives. You're like, man, like this feels right. Mm-hmm. It feels like what we've been kind of promised and we're hoping to see, which was just a wide open offense that's very balanced. I mean, you mentioned it. What was it? An even exact 37, 37 pass versus rush. I think yep. it was or 30. Yeah, it was. So, I mean, just that's, that's what we were hoping for. And just because it's even doesn't mean it's effective, but it was effective tonight. Uh, and if, if they can keep that attack and keep defenses honest, uh, you know, there were some some questionable calls on defense here and there. I know that one of those touchdowns, they Florida International threw to some freshman kid who was also on the kickoff team. And Tech, for some reason, I think rushed six or seven, just brought the house. And then this kid was wide open back there. Um, I think, yeah, it was uh, J.R. Wilson. Oh no, Wilson Jr. Gosh, that's great. Uh, but yeah, he had one catch for 69 yards and a touchdown. So just if you're going to bring the house, 
yeah. get to the quarterback because he had he he doesn't need to have enough time to make that kind of throw to a wide open guy. But yeah, yeah and, I mean, and if, thing, if anybody else was to come up, come on up. But but yeah, that was that's pretty much all I've got on this one. We'll we'll see how it goes next week. Yeah, the the last thing I, I, you reminded me of, I want, I want to talk about. There were a couple of plays, uh, and it, it probably had to do with, with some of those big third down conversions. There were a couple of times, r- roll late pre snap, your defense was running around. You actually left a couple of guys completely uncovered um, as, as guys were, were running around, um, and it, it just seemed like there were times when this defense was was scattered uh, and not. You know the, the, their composure was broken a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but again, it's it, it's hard to, to be super you know hard and critical of the defense that gave up 250 yards in the night, 21 points. Um, a defense that forced a turnover, that scored on the turnover, um, that held their really good running back to three yards to carry. So, um, d- definitely things that you you want to see cont- continued improvement on. But still, like a performance that you can be proud about um, and hopeful that it will continue to build as you start your conference schedule. Michael, got anything else? I think that's got it for me, man. Just glad to see Sir Roderick Thompson back. And uh, we will see how things go in Austin next week. We'll give you guys a, a preview like we normally do, or we will record Tuesday night and have that out to you probably late that evening or Wednesday morning. All right. That'll do it for us on the 23 personal podcast, Texas tech winners tonight, 54 to 21 for Michael. I'm Spencer. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast and sharing our fandom for the Texas Tech Red Raiders. You can connect with us on Twitter at 23Personnel, Spencer at PuntSuck, and Michael at Michael underscore LBK. And find even more great content over on stakingtheplanes.com. Help us out by rating the show and leaving a review on iTunes and subscribe on whatever channel you listen to podcasts. Remember to tell your friends about the show. The guys will be back next week with another episode. And until then, guns up and let the tortillas fly.